You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, we hope you are having a productive Employment Rights Week. This week, whilst we're still in our discrimination mode, we just wanted to touch on something that came up in one of our discussions, which involved someone looking for advice after being dismissed for making inappropriate comments in a social media group. The first thing we need to say is that if you are part of a social media group on Facebook or WhatsApp or any other kind of group on any other social media platform, and also if you make posts onto social media groups, any of which that's comments or discussions or posts that could be read by your colleagues, be sure to make sure that you say nothing that would offend a colleague. And also that you say nothing that could be seen as unwanted conduct that has the effect of violating your colleague's dignity whilst also creating an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating and offensive environment for your colleague which is a standard list of negative behaviour that an employment tribunal would refer to when looking at the impact of certain types of behaviour on workers so that the tribunal can decide whether that behaviour is discriminatory. Now, the person we spoke with belonged to a workplace social media group which was set up by younger members of the team to encourage discussion and camaraderie at work. At first, it felt like a good idea. But then there was a dispute in the office between one of the older members of the team and two of the newer, younger members of the team. The older member of the team had an argument with the younger members of the team and the older member of the team became upset by what he felt was a lack of respect for the older members of the team. And he told his younger colleagues how he felt about this. In that discussion. After the discussion, as far as the older member of the team was concerned, the argument was over. Things had moved on and everyone seemed to be getting on with each other. That was until the older member of the team who had been involved in the argument had cause to use his colleague's computer to access some information. When he logged onto the work computer, He saw a tab for a workplace WhatsApp group and the group was titled the same name as the team he worked for. Now, he was surprised because he hadn't been asked to join that group. So he clicked on the tab and he opened up the group. And then he was shocked to see negative comments about himself in the group with some of his colleagues and the young member in particular with whom he had had the argument with, saying derogatory things about him. The younger member of the team also said things about his age, 
about him being sensitive to criticism when really old people like him should not be in work because they're depriving younger people of jobs. The young person also said comments about him needing to be put down and comments about him needing to retire to an old people's home. Now, the older worker was obviously upset about these comments and he reported them to management. At first, management didn't do anything about the comments, saying instead that most of the comments had happened outside work time and then saying that because the comments were a bit of banter, workers could say and do what they wanted outside of work time. Now, the older worker didn't agree with this. So that worker then sought advice from the Citizens Advice Bureau because that worker believed that the comments were ageist in nature and discriminatory under the Equality Act because the comments made about him made him feel intimidated and he felt that that created a hostile working environment for him. And the worker also believed that the comments were as a result of him standing up for older people during the argument he had had with his younger colleague. The older worker also felt that the comments were a form of harassment against him because he stood up for older workers. Now the Citizens Advice Bureau agreed and they encouraged the worker to write a grievance to his employer raising the matter as a complaint of ageism and harassment, which then forced the employer to investigate the comments. Now, the employer, looking at the comments, agreed with the Citizens Advice Bureau that the comments were likely to violate the workers' dignity and had obviously created a degrading and humiliating environment for the worker. Remember those words? They were taken off the list that we mentioned earlier in the podcast. And the list was lifted from the Citizens Advice Bureau letter of advice, which the worker used to write his grievance letter to the company. And it's quite likely that when the company saw this phrase, it jolted them into recognising their duty of care as an employer to create a safe working environment for all of their workforce. And given the complaint made by the older worker, it was clear that the worker felt aggrieved by what had happened and as such did not feel that the environment at work was safe for him. We were told that the manager then completed the investigation and as a result of that investigation, the worker who contacted us was dismissed from his job. The letter we read stated that the worker's conduct in making those comments, fell below the standard expected in the company. And as a result of that, the worker being on a probationary contract had not reached a sufficient standard required by the company and as such was then released from the company. Now, that young worker came to us for advice and we had to advise that worker that there was very little that could be done about his dismissal for two reasons. Firstly, when you're on a probationary contract or you're in a probationary period, you are probably at your most vulnerable in a company because you can be released from your job with very little process taking place by way of procedure. 
The whole nature of a probationary contract is that you are expected to achieve a required standard of performance. And if you don't achieve that standard at any time during your probationary period, the employer can terminate your contract, which is what happened to the person who contacted us. And the second reason why there is very little you can do if you're dismissed during a probationary period is that Unless you have two years of continuous service with the same employer, you don't qualify for unfair dismissal rights. And that means that if you are released from your job within two years of starting with a company, there's very little you can do about that. Unless, of course, you believe that your dismissal is in itself a discriminatory act under the Equality Act. And for that to be the case, you must fall within one of the protected characteristic groups. If this is the case, then you don't need a time limit of working for your employer for two years. Because under the Equality Act, if you belong to a protected characteristic group, then you are entitled to protection from discrimination at work from your very first day in your job. Now, one of the things we had to explain to the person who contacted us is that discrimination law does not focus on intent of behaviour. Our person said he believed his comments to be light-hearted and funny and had in no way intended to hurt the feelings of his older colleague. But whilst this might have been the case, this is not an acceptable defence in an employment tribunal and it doesn't have to be an acceptable defence for your employer either. Instead, a tribunal and your employer would be expected to look at the impact of the comments on the worker to whom the comments were directed. And it's because the older worker felt the way he did that the employer likely decided to terminate the employment of the person who contacted us. By the way, we're in no doubt that the letter from the Citizens Advice Bureau probably added some leverage to that decision. So the point we want to make in this week's episode is that if you belong to any workplace social media groups where you and your colleagues discuss work matters, be sure that you do not discuss anything derogatory about the business or the company you work for and that you do not make any derogatory comments about any of your colleagues because there's no protection for you just because you make those comments after work or outside work. And in some cases, that lack of protection can also extend to your own personal social media accounts. Anything that can be seen by anyone means that you are open to somebody else reading those comments. Once any group or your own personal social media pages are filled with work colleagues or with comments about work, you must assume that those comments or that group could be seen as an extension of your staff room, your office, your canteen or any other space in your company. And you must assume, therefore, that everything you say could be overheard 
or overseen by someone else who is not part of or was never intended to be part of your discussion. Our advice, just don't do it. Don't have discussions about work or about people from work on social media where they could be overseen by anyone. Because even in your personal social media groups, whilst you might have a high level of privacy on your group, if you share those comments or those messages with people in your friendship groups, their privacy levels may not be as tight as yours. And someone else could read those comments and pass them on. So again, the best thing is to just not have those types of comments on social media. If you've been on the receiving end of this kind of treatment, you should consider submitting a grievance asking your employer to investigate your complaint. You can refer to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast for help with making your complaint. We've included some handy grievance help documents with this episode, which you can access using the download links in the show notes. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We would really appreciate you doing that because it will help to push the podcast up so more people can access the information. Until next week, thanks for listening. Bye for now.